Welcome to the Time to Thrive podcast, developed and sponsored by the Thrive Ladies Ministry of Central Baptist Church in Kannapolis, North Carolina. Come with us as we dive deep into the life stories and experiences of Christian women. Meet amazing women writers from our very own Central Baptist Church magazine, Come and See. Join us as Aaliyah and Anna discover how God has moved in the lives of these women and how circumstances permanently changed their lives. Whether you're driving, working, or relaxing, we're glad you joined us today. And now, it's time to thrive. Hello, Thrive Ladies. It's Aaliyah and Anna, ready to help you start your week off right with the Time to Thrive podcast. So hello, everybody listening. Today, we have an amazing guest speaker today, Miss Andrea Murray, and we're going to dive into her article, and I'm super excited. Oh my gosh, I read it. And right now, while we're recording this, is springtime, and it's a, well, I'm not going to get into the article, but you'll hear about (laughs) it. So, Miss Andrea, would you like to introduce just a little bit about yourself for everybody listening? Uh, What do you need? Name, rank, serial number, social security (laughs) number, age, all all of of him. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, My name is Andrea Murray. I am the associate pastor here, Barry Murray's wife. Uh, We've been married for 42 and a half years. We have three adult children. We have just had our eighth grandchild a week Aww. and a half ago, and I get to go see him next yeah. week. <laughs> yeah. um, and we moved down here from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm a Yankee. <laughs> uh, we moved down here in 2018, mm-hmm. and just we moved because we knew that God was telling us it was time for my husband to move on from the church where we were. Mm-hmm. So after 18 and a half years in the same house, in the same oh, town, wow. with the same church, doing the same thing, we moved. Wow. And found out uh, we had one friend in this church that we knew. Oh, wow. And he wasn't even coming at the time. His wife was a shut in. Mm -hmm. And he knew that we were thinking about moving down here, and we had known him years ago. Mm -hmm. So he sent us the uh, brochure of the day that Preacher Mm -hmm. Parker was Mm -hmm. retiring. Oh, wow. So that's how we had information about the church in our hand. So we moved down here on on Labor Day weekend. We came on Wednesday. That Sunday was Labor Day. And we were here for church that Sunday morning, and we've missed one service since then. Oh, wow. Wow. Since 2018. Amazing how God works. Yes, it is. Yes. Yes. Wow. Well, back in 2021, in the Come to See magazine, you wrote an article titled, This Garden of Life. In that article, you said, as I get older in the Lord, I need to keep the soil of my heart loosened instead of packed hard and tight, emptied of the stuff of life that takes up space but doesn't help me at at all, and in a place where the light of God's love and word can enlighten, strengthen, and warm me. The purpose is to bring him glory. So now that we have a little preview about yourself and your article, now we're going to dive deep into it. So the first question we have for you is, why do you think God laid this message on your heart to share? Well, probably twofold. Uh, First of all, I love spring. I love Mm -hmm. flowers. Mm -hmm. Green is one of my favorite colors. Red is my very favorite because to me, red's a happy color. Mm -hmm. So I love spring and I love flowers and I love the new growth Mm -hmm. um, and signs of new life. But it takes an awful lot of work. To get everything prepared in the spring and all that good stuff. But the end result is always beautiful. Well, <laughs> you hope the end result is going to be beautiful. Yeah. So anyway, we had undergone an awful lot of change in the two years before I wrote that article, mm-hmm. leaving the ministry where we'd been, 
leaving our home and our friends where we'd been for over 18 years and moving away from our children and our grandchildren, just the two of us, Mm -hmm. to follow the leadership of God. So I was trying to have a flower bed kind of as a way to get some roots settled here, Mm -hmm. to begin to put roots down here. Um, and to start again in a new home, but it was not working. <laughs> uh, I had tried different spots to plant flowers in. You know, one spot, the sun was right in the morning, but the ground was the red clay dirt and it had all kinds of junk in it. And then that, the only spot that I really had good sunshine all day long was one little, like, 18-inch corner of the back <laughs> deck on the back of oh, my house. Yeah. And it literally, that was the only spot. So it just got kind of rough. So I kind of compared that to life, of course, and it just, sometimes we just seem to try to do the same things over and over and over Mm -hmm. and think we're going to get a different result. I heard somebody say that's one of the signs of insanity, but I don't know if that's true or not. (laughs) And it just, it doesn't work. You know, you keep doing the same thing the same way, you're going to get the same result over and over again. So sometimes we just need to take a different approach Mm -hmm. and try something different to see some results. So I think this article was more for me than it was for anybody else. You guys used it for what you wanted, but I think this article was God's reminder to me personally to not let life and the moves and the changes Mm -hmm. make me hard and bitter, but to find new ways to serve him. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, I want to plant some, some flowers now. And I was thinking, where Oh, if I'd have known that, I would have had you come out last week because now I'm at a different place with a huge flower bed. Oh, it takes wow. gobs of work. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. So you kind of already answered this question, but our next question for you is, so you're having a hard time for the flowers and the plants to grow, so your husband bought you some flower beds. Can you explain that a little bit more, what significant that has for you? Well, as I said, we've been married 42 and a half years. Mm-hmm. So I, he knows that I love flowers. He does not like flowers. Oh. Oh. He does not like to mow around flowers. <laughs> yes. He does not like anything that's in the way of his mowing. Mm-hmm. But our yard was so small, <laughs> it literally took him 15 minutes with a weed whacker. Oh, wow. We did not even own a lawnmower when we first oh, moved wow. here because the yard was so small. Mm-hmm. So I was just trying to do anything to help this little place mm-hmm. look a little better. And he knew that, and he knows I like flowers. So he was trying to patiently put up with my trying to get the flower beds going, and it was not working. So he everywhere I would try to dig, it was either hard as a rock mm-hmm. or it was on an angle. Well, I'm old enough. I don't need to be rolling down the hill oh, just no. to try to raise some flowers. <laughs> so one day he just randomly says to me, how many, flower, how many raised beds do you want? And I said, how many <laughs> raised beds? I mean, I, I was just blown away. Yeah. But he has done this so many times over the years. Mm-hmm. He has noticed when I was putting a whole lot of work into mm-hmm. something and getting nowhere yeah. and just stepped in and said, I think we need to try such and such. Mm-hmm. So he was the only person besides myself that knew what all we had left behind, mm-hmm. for one thing. He also knew how hard I'd already been trying, and he knew that I would roll down that hill if I didn't stop trying to plant flowers there, and I didn't need to go to the doctor. Um, He also is the only one that knows everything about my back issue that I was born with, that with age and weight and time and gravity and all that doesn't get any better, which is another reason to not fall over and roll down the hill because of flowers. So he just offered to make these raised beds for me because he loves me. That's so sweet. Yeah. And I thought it was really cool because it shows another person's perspective. 
because mm-hmm. in the moment it's like, oh, the soil's not good. Mm-hmm. There's not light. It's like we get so caught up in it's not working right now. But then other people's perspective, it's like, you know what, let's try this. Mm-hmm. It's like I did not think about that. So even in life, because I know you put it into the perspective of, you know, like a heart, like softening your heart, mm-hmm. and we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But just seeing another person's perspective, perspective like and seeing community how that is so important Mm -hmm. and your husband over here let's try this other option that's so cool I love that and I I didn't want to ask him to Mm -hmm. do the raised beds Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I didn't want to make any more I mean think about it it was taking him 15 minutes to mow the yard (laughs) but I I still you know he had he had things to do and he was working a secular job at the time as a handyman up and down and in under houses and, yeah. you know, doing yeah. all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And he's a tall guy mm-hmm. when he's not any younger than I am. <laughs> so when he came home, I knew he was tired and I didn't want to ask him to do yeah. anything else. I could not believe wow. these raised beds he made. Oh my goodness. They were amazing. And I was shocked at how much money he spent on them <laughs> because <laughs> I'm the cheap of the two and I would not have spent that money I know either. In the, oh. in the article, you're talking about how many... Uh, bags of soil he had bags yes (laughs) so not only did he design it he had actually googled how to make them that's i love that yes and i didn't even know it so he said how many do you want and i'm like how many he says what size i'm like oh i have an option (laughs) (laughs) oh that's great (laughs) okay so the next question is what are some things that people may struggle with that's putting quote-unquote, stuff and junk in their soil? Probably, I would think one of the toughest things for people to overcome is guilt. Mm. Um, Over past decisions or past failures, but we can't undo the past. Just like I could not undo however many years of packed red soil there was around that house. Mm -hmm. I didn't know until after we moved there that that house had sat empty for 10 years. Someone else had bought it a year before us mm-hmm. with the in- sole intention of remodeling it and flipping it. Mm-hmm. But they didn't do anything to the yard. Oh, wow. They just worked on the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I didn't know what all had gone on before me, mm-hmm. but I wasn't able to accomplish anything with that dirt there. But anyway, we cannot undo the past. And when we keep revisiting the same things over and over and over again, the same mistakes, the mm-hmm. same failures, the, the same things, you know, that just haunt us almost. Mm-hmm. Um, we can feel like we're just packed in, like we're getting buried mm-hmm. under yeah. that and we're not going to be able to get out from under it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to remember that God saved us from our sins mm-hmm. and from our past, mm-hmm. and we're on our way to heaven. So to keep dwelling on the past is kind of like, I heard somebody else use this illustration, it's like driving, looking in the rearview mirror. Mm-hmm. You know you're going to crash because yeah. you need to be watching where you're going, yeah. mm-hmm. but not only... Well, are you going to crash, but you're going to miss the beauty that's ahead of you yeah. and the things that are happening around you because you're so focused on what's, in, when the, what's mm-hmm. behind you, mm-hmm. you know, in the rearview mirror. Um, something else that I think is hard to overcome is our natural love for stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had just talked about a major purging. We had been in a three-story oh, yeah. church parsonage for 18 years, mm-hmm. raised our kids there, and then we were moving to a 1,300-square-foot house with a yard big enough that you mowed it in 15 minutes with a weed wrapper. (laughs) So we did some mega, mega Mm -hmm, uh, purging, and I was glad. It's kind of been a joke over the years. Um, When we (laughs) first went into the ministry, 
we'd been at the same place for five years and my husband knew that the Lord was telling him to move on. You know, he was mm-hmm. an assistant pastor at first and he knew that God wanted him to pastor eventually. Mm-hmm. So it seemed like the first 20 years of our married life is like every five years, we literally went to college right before our fifth anniversary. Mm-hmm. And then we, we were there for five years. Yeah. And then we went to the first place in the ministry and we were there just at five years. Mm-hmm. And we went to the second place in the ministry and we were there just at five years. Oh, wow. So the next place we were at at five years, I went, whoa, mm-hmm. whoa, 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 we need to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. So he, we, he jokingly said, I'll make you a deal. You purge and we won't move. So all these years, every now and then, I'll be in a closet cleaning out something, and I'll yell, I'm purging, (laughs) just as our own little inside joke. Um, So, but because I've done that consistently and tried to keep, have our kids take their stuff with them Mm -hmm. when they married and moved out, um, I didn't have to purge quite so much stuff. But Mm -hmm. naturally, we just love stuff. We women love shoes. We love purses. We love I love flowers. We mm-hmm. just love stuff. Men love tools. They mm-hmm. love, they got their toys just like we got our toys. Mm-hmm. But when I think when we have to keep working more hours and having more jobs and figure out more ways to pay for our stuff and to pay our bills and we have no time or money or energy left to serve the Lord, mm-hmm. we again can feel like we're just being buried, like we're suffocating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the honest truth is serving the Lord is freeing. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a real word. Yeah, it, it can make you feel very free when yeah. you know you're exactly where he wants you to be, doing exactly what he wants you to do. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you can just breathe easy and sleep at night. Uh-huh. There is no joy like the joy of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I think that isn't that what Dean or Dean said something on Sunday about like following the will of Christ. And mm-hmm. It's like you know you're in his will when there's you have peace, peace. about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. that was very good. Yes. All right, now since we talked about the stuff that can be in our soil, you talked about in your article getting stirred up and just um, getting stirred up. So what are some ways we can get our soil stirred up? Well, obviously the first one is reading the, the Word of God. Yes. You know, that that's just a given. Um, I have been saved since I was five years old, and I'm 60. Mm-hmm. But I didn't start actively reading the Bible on a daily basis until in my mid to late 20s. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd been working on bus routes. I'd been involved in music. I'd been involved in all kinds of things at church and was having children by then, which mm-hmm. makes it even harder to have a real schedule. But um, I was at a youth conference, and the, they were talking to teenagers about getting in the habit of reading your Bible daily. And I thought, oh, I hope these kids don't ask me because I don't, mm-hmm. not every day. So that was when I started actively having a schedule and reading God's Word. Mm-hmm. So... This is 40 years now. I've been reading the same book over and over and over again. You know, mm-hmm. I know some people try to read through the Bible in a year. I hope nobody takes this wrongly, but I just feel like God deserves more than that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think he deserves more than three chapters a day. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Um, so anyway, if you've read the same book over and over again for 40 years, you kind of know what it says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's very easy to get it in that, just get in my groove. I'm going to read these chapters, and the next thing I know, I'm skimming, mm-hmm. and I'm not really reading, uh-huh. or they're not really saying anything to me. So I switch out the Bible that I read. I always have the same version of the Bible, but I'll read my Bible from a regular Bible maybe two, three years in a row, mm-hmm. and then I'll switch to a chronological Bible, oh, that's which nice. is a really cool change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because it, there was a guy that took, the one that I have anyway, was uh, done by a, a um, I don't even know what his title was, a doctor of some kind. Mm-hmm. Ed Reese was his name. It's the Reese Chronological Bible. And he took every verse 
that's in the King James Bible mm. and dissected them and put them in order historically oh, wow. and chronologically. I would have loved to have seen his workspace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, if you're a person who has OCD or CDO, as my daughter says, to make sure it's in order, uh, if you're a person. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> if you're a person that has OCD, it kind of bothers you that the Bible's not in order. Yeah. So every now and then reading it chronologically helps put it into, you know, the, the time frames mm-hmm. that it would have happened. And so that kind of keeps it a little more exciting mm-hmm. and keeps me from just, you know, going through the same chapters and verses. Mm-hmm. Another thing, obviously, for me is music. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just something about music that stirs me. It always has. Mm-hmm. Um, I can be in the choir and somebody else can be standing right beside me. And the next thing you know, I'm hardly singing at all because I can't sing those words anymore because I'm just crying mm-hmm. because it speaks to me. So good music that reminds us of what God is doing or that he is still working even if we can't see it. Mm -hmm. You know, even when I don't know it, can't see it, Mm -hmm. he's working, you know, something like that. Uh, Music is a good stirrer of a person's soul in life. Mm -hmm. Another thing I thought of, too, is uh, teaching a class. As you know, Anna, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) I've been teaching an evangelism class Mm -hmm. and verbalizing the things that are going on in your heart and your mind Mm -hmm. is a good way to keep you stirred up about it. Um, I can't teach that evangelism class without my mind going to the left side of the church auditorium down in the front when I was five and a half years old, Mm -hmm. the very spot where I got saved. Mm -hmm. I picture that every Sunday at church. That's the side I sit on, just to the left of the pulpit. Mm -hmm. And right Mm -hmm. in front of me, if I took that very spot and took it back to the church I grew up Mm -hmm. at, that's where I got saved. Mm -hmm. So that keeps me stirred every Mm -hmm. week. Um, and then another thing, and I've said this to many people over the years, and I hope you don't take this wrong either, but living comparatively, mm-hmm. and I don't mean comparing me to you, mm-hmm. but one of the things that I've tried to do over the years is um, compare the things that I have gone through or the things that I am dealing with mm-hmm. with what other people have to carry. Mm-hmm. And it sure does put things in perspective of how blessed we really are. Yeah. Yeah, That's absolutely. a good way to keep your heart stirred up mm-hmm. and to be very thankful for what God has done and is continuing to do. Yes. Yeah. That's very good. Love that. All righty. So the last question. Oh, I don't want to move on to the last question. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> okay. So if you had to sum up what we have talked about into one sentence to encourage the women and everyone listening, what would that sentence be? And that's always the hardest one. Like it if it's hard. if it's like yeah. a paragraph, that's okay. <laughs> because I'm not a one sentence for anything. No, now. me neither. I don't think no. is. Okay, I could talk all night, but so I really worked on this. There are a couple dot dot dots. Uh, that's in good. It. That's okay. Good. Um, so here's my sentence: Keep your heart tender to God and thankful. Dot dot dot. Regardless of what life sends your way or what changes you go through. Mm. Oh, I like very that. good. I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Thank you. That's amazing. Really good. And that one, there was something in your article, I think it was, I was trying to find it, but it was a sentence that you put, and it was, when we try and, like, harden ourselves, and it's almost as a way of, like, protecting ourselves, Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. was, I really liked that, because I feel like a lot of women, they can do that, or anybody in general, Mm -hmm. they can just try and say, this is protecting me, or not opening myself up or not embracing community or going to church. Like Mm -hmm. they think it starts cracking away at everything that they've compacted. Mm -hmm. Like, no, I'm safe in my, in my little spot. Turtle shell. Exactly. So Mm -hmm. what would you say to a woman? I know this is bringing another question in that we haven't prepared (laughs) for, but for women, because I know a lot of people in my life, they feel that way. So for a woman who 
doesn't want anybody coming into their space or mm-hmm. they're, they feel protected in that show. How would you encourage them, like, embracing community and all of that? Well, because I used the example of a turtle shell, first mm-hmm. of all, turtles don't get very far very fast. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's an analogy. Mm-hmm. If you get yourself stuck under your shell, you're just going to be stuck under your shell yeah. and you're not going to go anywhere in life. Mm-hmm. There's just too much out there, too much fun stuff, too many mm-hmm. blessings to just Absolutely. sit down and, you know, mm-hmm. get hardened on the outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, after we had moved here, um, my husband, we went down to Charleston, South Carolina for him to fill in for another pastor friend mm-hmm. of ours that was going on vacation. And... Uh, it, or his wife, I'm sorry, his wife was going because they had had a grandbaby Aww. born on California, I think it was, and so she flew, mm-hmm. and he was there. Anyway, uh, he caught me separately from my husband for just a second, which doesn't happen very often, mm-hmm. and he had known our daughter mm-hmm. in Bible college, so he knew more about us than mm-hmm. he actually knew us, but he knew we had just moved, and he said, he said to me, Sis, don't let yourself get hard and bitter because mm-hmm. things that get hard and bitter fall apart. They crack easily. Oh, wow. And then another thing that somebody said to me a long time ago, and this was a secretary in a Christian school who had to deal with parents and children and issues and church stuff just all the time. And she said, blessed are the flexible, for they will never get bent out of shape. Oh, <laughs> oh that's I good. Love that. Yes. Aww. So that's one of the little things I've tried yeah, to hang on to for years. Yeah. You know? yeah, people can, people are rough. Mm-hmm. Life is rough. Mm-hmm. And it can make you very hard. Oh, yeah. But... I just can't get past what Jesus did for me. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to get hard and get to the yeah. point where I don't enjoy that anymore. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're right. Oh, so good. We need to add six questions in there. <laughs> <I know. laughs> I know, I'm Goodness. trying to keep the questions vague so that That's we can very talk good. about a lot of I love it. All righty. Well, we just want to thank you, Andrea, for, for coming up <laughs> and taking your time to speak with us. Thank My you. privilege. Mm-hmm. And... Also, everybody listening, thank mm-hmm. you. I know we say this every single podcast that we make, but just seeing the women in our church, being able to sit down with them, because we don't have get to have just a deep conversation, just sit here and talk with the women of our church. Mm-hmm. So being able to know that we have women, we mm-hmm. have women like Lizzie, closer to our age, mm-hmm. even girls our own age, just mm-hmm. knowing that there's older women in our church that just want to have friendship, have community. It's so good. Like, it's amazing hearing, like, your story with your husband. Like, that's just encouraging. Like, I I literally, I love that so much. So just knowing that we have women in our church who are supportive of the young girls, Mm -hmm. very good. I love it. So, yeah, thank you, Miss Andrea. We loved it. And thank you, everyone who is listening. So make sure you stay tuned to the next episode that we have coming out. We will talk to you later. Bye. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Time to Thrive podcast. We hope you are encouraged and inspired to thrive in your daily walk with God. To find out more about the Thrive Ladies ministry, check out our Instagram and Facebook pages or visit our website. 